Love Yours, an experimental podcast. Welcome back to Love Yours. I'm Charlotte Tahira. I'm your host, and this is season three. Jeez, we're really getting through these books, aren't we? So if you're brand new to Love Yours, it is a experimental podcast where I get books from black authors and read them while applying them to my life and circumstances and the plan is you read along with me enjoying the book and hopefully through my learnings and sharings you also use this podcast as almost like a complimentary addition to assess how you're doing in your personal life. I think I explained that all right but that's basically the summary of it. I pick a book from a black author, read it and document my journey of reading it and applying it to my life through this podcast. If that doesn't make any sense, drop me a message and we'll have a chat about it. (laughs) So in the last two seasons of Love Yours, we've covered my journey to self-love and we've also covered my journey to loving my finances, which is an ongoing journey, honestly. And in season three, I have picked the amazing Chidira Egare, aka the Slumflower, What a Time to Be Alone, The Slumflower's Guide to Why You Are Already Enough. Now, this book and this season is going to be different. Up until now, I've used each chapter as an episode, but this book has no chapters. So it's going to be a bit more techy when reading along. It hasn't even got page numbers. So I can't even tell you this episode is from page 12 to page 19. So what I suggest is go ahead and read the book and listen to the podcast simultaneously. But if you get ahead of me or if you're a little behind me, no stress. Okay, we don't need to be exactly at the same point in each episode. We just need to be applying what we read to our lifestyles. And I picked this book off the advice of a really good friend of mine because she knows and I know 2022 was one of the loneliest years of my life. I'm always surrounded by people, whether that's friends or family or colleagues or acquaintances. But for some reason in 2022, I felt like I was the only person in the world. So this season's going to be all about relationships, not just intimate relationships. I mean, work relationships, friend relationships, family relationships, and of course, the romantic relationships. So to summarize some of my relationships, I have a very strained relationship with both of my parents. My dad at the moment, I'd say is the most strained. And my mum, I would say was strained the longest. But in recent times of me becoming a mother, it's definitely got to the strongest position it's ever been in. As far as my siblings, and obviously they may debate this, I feel like I'm the sibling who makes the most effort equally with all of the siblings. So some of my siblings live abroad, but I still make equal amounts of effort with them. I definitely have my favourite sibling, I won't share. But generally, I try to stay in touch with all my siblings. Friends, um, before 2022, I would say I've probably got about 10 solid friends. Now it's closer down to five. For me, I take my friendships very seriously and so 
if I feel that you are not being a true friend to me, you will become an acquaintance. Colleagues, I manage a team of, God, it's changing every day. At the moment, it's around like nine people and I'm working a broader company with like 100 people who work in a broader company with thousands of people. But day to day, I would say I interact closely with about 12 to 15 colleagues. And that doesn't include all the colleagues I work with, obviously, but that's like the main numbers. Acquaintance and associates are thousands. I can't give a number, honestly. I'm a very sociable person and I also used to be out a lot on my own. So by force, I made more acquaintances. And so I have thousands of acquaintances. I'm going to do my best to kind of, whenever I'm talking about someone who's in my life or who has been in my life, keep their identity a bit anonymous. So for family and friends, that will be really easy because I'm one of 10 siblings. So I'll just say my brother, my sister, and you won't really know which one I'm talking about. Obviously parents, that goes out the window a little bit. For friends, I'll just say my friend. And for colleagues, I'll just say my colleagues. I'm not trying to get sacked or I'm not trying to uh, cause drama at work. As far as my intimate relationships, I feel like I can break them down into two categories. And to quote Sex in the City, I'm going to call my more serious relationships my core shakers. Someone who comes into your life and completely shakes it to the core to where afterwards you're no longer the same person. I would say in my lifetime I've had three slash four, maybe five. Um, I can't tell if they were a core shaker. I mean, they did change my world, but I would say four to five core shakers. So those are people who I've been in a long-term relationship with. And I'm going to call all the other dating experience from a casual chat to one date to a few dates that didn't lead to much. I'm going to call them casuals. So when I'm referring to my intimate relationships, I will say, so my casual or my core shaker, and that's how you know the difference. But back to the book, What Time to Be Alone. What's so funny is on one of the first few pages, it says, What a Time to Be Alone is a book by a recovering hypocrite. (laughs) It's here to remind you that no matter where you find yourself in life, you will always have to face your truth. All of it. You're not alone. You're not crazy. Your feelings are valid. And it's time to make peace with them. All of them. From the moment you open this book, it is such a unique design. And it's dedicated to her mum. How cute is that? She said, who effortlessly yet intentionally led me to myself. The book's divided into three sections, you, them and us. The pages in this book really vary literally page to page. Some of them are quotes. Some of them are whole pages of text. Some of them are illustrations. So this is going to be really interesting to follow. Now, when I think of relationships, I would say that at one point I was very open about my relationships on social media and from pretty early in the journey all through to, you know, being pregnant and getting married and having my daughter River Tahira and then living life as new parents and then getting pregnant with Rio and having Rio, like it's all kind of documented online. And in 2023, despite getting married despite starting a family I find myself alone 
which is fine. I would say I've never been a fan of being alone. I think from as young as 14, I've consistently either been dating or in a relationship. That is a long amount of time. But definitely since becoming a parent, being alone is like the biggest blessing you can ask for some days. Just silence, you know, just having a moment to like drink that cup of tea without someone like pulling at your leg or moaning at what you haven't done or asking for something. So I've been single just over half a year, officially, I would say. But I've felt single for a few years. Not to say I've acted single for a few years, but it's really mad when you feel lonely in a relationship. Like out of a relationship, that's so normal. But in a relationship, I mean, looking back on it, it's kind of a sign of like, why did this separation take so long? Anyways, I'd say I got my first casual age 13. We stayed together for a couple of years, actually. I barely seen him because he lived quite far away and I was so young. But I definitely remember the impact it had on my relationship with my dad because his biggest fear had come to reality of me dating someone. And then around 15, I met this guy who, looking back on it, another casual, I definitely wasn't really attracted to him but he was so into me that at that time my self-confidence was so low that I was just really happy that someone kind of liked me and so I kind of made him my boyfriend. It was definitely a casual boyfriend because it didn't last very long because my first cause shaker stole me from him. Um, I've talked about him briefly on season one, this course shaker. But basically, he was frenemies with my first casual. And he promised that he was going to steal me from him. And he did. And we ended up being together two years. But that two years was full of plenty of tears. Within that two years, I had three miscarriages for him. I also lost my virginity to this first course shaker. And... At that time, he was everything to me. He was my whole world. But after the miscarriages and him being a complete prick, I would kind of started like, that's the thing about women. We really come out of a relationship before we actually leave that person. And so I remember I was in that process of kind of detaching myself from him and trying to get over him before we properly broke up. And then I bumped into what I would say is definitely my second core shaker. He went to my primary school and he was in my brother's year and I always thought he was so cute, even when I was in primary school. And he probably didn't really remember me from primary school because I was such a tomboy. But turns out he actually had a crush on me too. So me and him started going out and honestly, wow, how old was I then? I must have been about 17, our core shaking romance began. And that lasted on and off for about four years. I mean, our relationship was so dramatic. And looking back on it, it was very toxic. There was a lot of love there, but there wasn't much trust. And the communication was very immature. I mean, we were teenagers, but that love felt so intense. That love was the all-consuming, take-over-your-soul love. And I feel like we were both very invested in each other in general. Like we was always just there for each other when shit hit the fan. 
even after we we'd broken up I remember he even moved me into my uni house so as much as we wasn't together there was definitely still a connection but like I said that course shaker was a toxic one we had some really high highs like to this day some of the biggest highs of my life maybe the timing was off I don't know so I was back being single at university and I did I did date a casual in university um in first year but then there was this other kind of almost behind the scenes core shaker I mean it's interesting even telling the story how all these people in my life kind of overlap with each other it just goes to show the fear I had in being alone that as soon as I knew something was ending with someone else I was kind of like who's next so this next semi-core shaker can I say that it sounds dirty we'd been friends for a while um at this point we'd been friends for about three years and I decided let's try and take this to the next level and turn it into a relationship but he was still very much kind of a player and didn't want to commit to anything serious and then I remember he told me I was it was now my third year of university and I'm about to go traveling in America for the whole summer with Camp America and I asked him to wait for me and he basically is like nah on my birthday as well I literally went two days after my birthday and the last day I seen him was my birthday so I remember feeling so upset um that he wasn't going to stay loyal while I was gone had a little meltdown but you know what I was about to fly to the states so I just focused all my energy on that like being ready to like do this big summer in the states and the good thing is I went to the states with the mindset of being single and at Camp America I met my next core shaker so you know what they say about summer romances but this summer romance was not just a summer romance it actually ended up extending to a two-year long distant relationship where I traveled back and forth between London and the states and he traveled back and forth between London and the states trying to make it work but ultimately what happened almost two years in is I realized I don't like long distance relationships I'm very clingy and I like to know my person is just around the corner especially because my previous core shakers both lived within 20 minutes of my house either walking or on a bus and so basically uh, amidst this whole two-year core shaker long distance relationship my semi-core shaker who didn't want to commit before I went to the states was still trying to pursue me knowing that I had a boyfriend and long story short one night I basically kissed him I think it was quite a desperate and lonely moment and I felt so guilty that I literally called my long distance boyfriend instantly and I remember sitting on the sofa crying telling him what happened feeling so guilty and knowing that this was kind of the beginning of the end for us so that relationship I think he visited me one more time in the UK and although the trip went well I think we both kind of knew that there was a lot of problems even down to him saying he was going to move to the UK and then and then when the time came he just didn't so that relationship ended and part of me did think hmm well now this has ended maybe I should go back to this semi-core shaker but I feel like because he didn't value me at the time 
what I didn't want is to like accept him and take him on like to be my partner and then him to act the same way because now he's kind of got what he wants so the thrill of the chase isn't there anymore so I was just single um I just started dating I actually went on a lot of tinder dates some of them trash some of them okay one of them seemed like it was gonna go somewhere one casual but it stayed casual so that's the answer to that and for about a year I did that for about a year I was dating on tinder and I started to get really fed up to be honest I think it's the longest time in my lifetime from as young as 13 that I'd been single for a year which isn't even that long but I remember getting to this next day and I was like I remember calling my friend at the time and being like if this date is trash you have to call me to get out and also if it's trash I'm done dating like I'm done like I got so fed up of like shitty dates basically but luckily for this course shaker it wasn't a bad day in fact we was the last people to leave they were like last orders and we were still there and I thought I was only going to be there for a couple of hours I remember going into that date with such low expectations and trying to be like the most relaxed version of myself because I know I can hold a conversation so I wanted to actually see have they got the potential to hold a conversation with me and that was my last first date fast forward seven years I'm now separated with two kids an ex-core shaker and a lot of space in my life for love and companionship I mean a lot of this back and forth is going to just be confusing to you core shakers casuals I've only actually been with 10 people and when I say been with I don't do things by halves so I mean only 10 people in my life have been underneath my underwear put it that way and I'm not putting that out there to show off I know there's people sat listening to this who has 10 times as much people that I've been with or 10 times less I think everyone just needs to know as long as you're happy and you're safe like numbers are just numbers obviously my last core shaker didn't work out so I'm gonna get to number 11 eventually aren't I but the reason I gave you that very confusing summary of my dating history is because I've not been alone for a really long time and as an adult I've never really been alone I mean there's even people in my phone book saved as don't bother multiple people and so the first time in 20 years I really want to prioritize myself and my children because even before there was a guy there was still just little old me and from a really young age I've always felt like my beauty is only validated when other people tell me it my worth my confidence but actually I've been through a load of fucking shit and the fact that I'm still standing by myself strong I'm proud of myself and so welcome to what a time to be alone I'm so excited to explore how I can be a better person to myself I'm so excited to assess how different things impact different relationships obviously we're going to be spilling some tea on the core shakers and the casuals but also my relationships with my parents with my siblings 
with some of my closest friends and even with my colleagues. Because a relationship is just a relationship across the board, but how it's impacting all depends on who that relationship is with and how you allow yourself to be treated by that person. This is going to be an interesting one. So, two parents, two grandparents, nine siblings, five friends, a whole hundreds, hundreds of acquaintances, hundreds of colleagues, four core shakers, maybe five, and a whole lot of casuals. Are you ready? So if you haven't already, get your copy, What A Time To Be Alone. Read the first few pages. Let me know what your thoughts are so far. Comment, share, follow, and we're going to really get into it in episode two. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you on the next episode. Love Yours, an experimental podcast.